Welcome to the Athletics Motorsports Podcast. I am Jordan Bianchi, motorsports reporter here at The Athletic. I'm usually joined by Jeff Glock, but my colleague, unfortunately, was not with us today. Unfortunately. Unf- well, yeah, depends. I am joined by the esteemed Jenna Fryer from the Associated Press. Thank you so much for your time. Listen, I got to set the scene up for, you, for your people. <laughs> all right. First of all, Jordan and I are sitting in this dark, sweet, at Bristol Motor Speedway. The lights aren't on. There's a We're, bar, though. Yeah, well... It's not staffed or stocked <laughs> and it's empty and it's dark and we can look out. The only lights are the track lights and we're getting ready and, all, you know, we're just sitting here in the dark and he's like, three, two, one. And welcome to the, and I'm like, what? Who are you, dude? <laughs> so this is like our third start to get this rolling. And here we are. <laughs> How much, I, we got to talk about Jeff. Cause I mean, Jeff has been dreading this race for. Yeah. That's I, why I said he's fortunate. He wasn't here. My glasses are so dirty. I wish he was though, because I would love to hear his reaction. I mean, you were probably texting him. I know I was texting him. I know, I know he wasn't excited by going into this. I know he wasn't excited by what he saw today. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate. I, I, I liked the race. It was a good race. It was there was moments of this race that were exceptional. The the battle with Logano and Hamlin at the end was mm-hmm. great. Um, Suarez leading a bunch of laps. I, I like what we saw today. Uh, you know, there's some things for the weekend we're going to go through, but. I thought this was a success. Your thoughts? Yeah. You know, I um, one of the questions I asked a bunch of drivers in the lead up to this, I said, well, what makes it a good race? Yeah. You know, like, what? how do we know if we saw a good race? And Christopher Bell said, you know, doesn't the end, doesn't the winner matter? Doesn't it, you mm-hmm. know, isn't that what's important? How the how it ends? I, I do think people tend to remember a race by how it ended. This was a good finish. Um you know, the Suarez thing was neat. There was, you know, all these dirt ringers or, and regulars had their issues. Um, I, I, I suppose it was a success. It was different. It, it, it I, I guess it's what is your appetite for? Yeah. And um, I think that it was different. I think that it succeeded in a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. A lot of buzz, a lot of energy. People have been talking about this for many months. Um, in conversations I had with Marcus Smith leading into today, you know, when he got to the track this morning, even, even Saturday, you know, whenever, when the world was falling on Saturday, (laughs) everything was flooding, this was going to, yeah, everything was flooding. And this was going to be Indy 2008, you know, like this was like going to be the worst thing ever. Even on Saturday, Marcus was like, no, this is a success. And, and. You know, from that regard, he's right. I, I guess it all depends on what you want from your racing. Yeah, and I agree. And I, largely with that is that when you look at this race, it's an event. People have been talking yeah. about it. And NASCAR needs more events. Yeah. I, I'm very adamant about that. You need these big things on the calendar. You just don't need all the races to blend together. And yeah. people were talking about this. They were excited about it. Now, do you want to transform your great short track into a dirt yeah. track? That's a different discussion. And I think there's things that you take out of this. There was obviously some issues today. I mean, it, it, with the event at all, but you're going to have those hurdles in your first, first year. And, and we'll get yeah, to this yeah. in a minute. Uh, and I think I'm glad they're having a second one because I th- I'd like to see the adjustments they make. Well, I don't think luck's glad. But, um, you know. <laughs> but I, I mean, like dirt, the dust, the the tires. Yeah. I, I like the tire wear. I thought that was a great element that we don't see a lot of yeah, in racing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was, you know, it's, I, I think that the dust, I, I get that dust is in part of dirt racing, but they, for whatever reason, nobody looked into removing the windshields and you know that was probably a hazard too many guys were out there saying they couldn't see yeah corley joy tweeted that visibility was a zero on a scale of two we saw ryan blaney's crash where the sun and everything combined with the dust i think that uh got you know tagged a bunch of times because people just 
you know. Yeah, it's coming off of the corners, yeah, off of two and turn yeah. four when you just hit those moments and you just can't see. And I, yeah. I think that's something to do. And I think if you look at next year and they did announce today that they're going to have this race is maybe you do this at night, you know, cooler temperatures so the, the track doesn't bake in the sun. Um, you know, the windshield thing, there's been a lot of talk about that. I, I don't know how viable that is talking to somebody. I don't know how viable I mean, when you start thinking of electronics and stuff, I mean, these aren't, these are pretty sophisticated you know, cars. Lee so Spencer, she, she raised a good point. She covers a lot of dirt. She, she, she covered, she raised a good point in post-race. She asked, I don't know. Um, about the cars for next year. And cars. I thought that was something. Yeah. Yep. She said, why come back with the next gen car? Yeah. Why not bring the old car that you can just tear up and yeah. experiment with? I, I, you know, there's something to that. And Travis Geisler, uh, yeah. Penske's competition director, you could see the wheels in his yeah. head were kind of turning. Like that might be a thing. And I, we, this is, I've talked to someone else that had this idea too. Is like, maybe this is something to consider because when you go to the next gen car next year, parts and pieces are going to be limited. And you, yeah. you don't want to be going to a racetrack where you you know you're going to be just junking a car. Yeah. So one thing I would say, you know, like Larson today driving around with, you know, it at any other racetrack in any other circumstances, mm-hmm. that battered and damaged car, <laughs> yeah. you know, peeled to its skeleton yeah. would have been done for the day. I think, you know, Ryan Blaney finished eighth yeah. in a car that yeah. same thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, Briscoe a couple times should have been out of the race before he was out of the race. So I, I do think that um, if parts and pieces are limited and they're going to bang these cars around and they're going to race them the way people want dirt yeah. races, dirt cart races to look, then I think that maybe they should, you know, I don't know if it's bringing back an expired car or if it's a special yeah. car. And I think there's actually a little bit of merit to this. And I was talking to somebody earlier in the week about this is that don't forget earlier this year, the clash or you're know, going into last year, but, the yeah, clash was going to, to use say, yeah, the old, old so they, they had kind of this mentality of, yeah. Race, so yeah. that maybe is a way to do that. And I, you know, is, you, yeah. could, I mean, you could see Geisler's wheels spinning a little bit on how this goes. So, when you look at this, I, I think there's changes that can be made. I think, and I, and I am encouraging, I'm encouraged by the fact that, there probably is going to be a sit down and you could tell that NASCAR was really open to different ideas. They brought in Ricky Stenhouse and Kyle Larson last night to kind of consult with the track. And I, I'm interested. Well, to Larson, see- it's interesting. Larson has been like in the forefront. Yeah. NASCAR cited him yeah. on Saturday. He had a great story too in the Associated Press, oh. which you you should read because he did some good comments in there. Like yeah. he's, he's basically the new yeah. Tony Stewart. Yeah, correct. He said that, you know, he said that be, with Tony not being involved in this project that, Kyle's the next most experienced person on site and that um, NASCAR, I, I think that's smart. I think that, you know, I think that's a big move for, for NASCAR to reach into the competitors like that. And, and, and we're not talking about like, you know, in today's NASCAR, it, it's not the same obviously as when it was Gordon or, mm-hmm. you know, Burton or, or, you know, you don't have these, these really like smart, big thinking veterans, yeah. you know, but for Austin Dillon and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And, and Kyle Larson to have critical roles in making sure this got done today, you know, I, I think that's great. And I, I think that that's, a, that's really impressive of NASCAR to, because they also were out of their element. Huge. Yeah. And that's the big thing. This was a learning experience mm-hmm. for everybody, for Speedway Motorsports, for NASCAR, for the drivers and how the, the change from year one to year two and how this goes. 
I think a dirt race belongs on the cup schedule. I think it showed that there's a place for it. I think you can do it successfully. The question is, is do you want that to be Bristol though? I go back and forth. We, we know. Yeah, I, I don't know that you would, you know, I don't know. To me, this is such a great short track. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of tracks where the racing's not very good that, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know that you can make Atlanta, um, a dirt track, <laughs> you but, <laughs> but you know, um, I don't know why, SMI would have picked Bristol, but you know, there's, and I get it. I mean, I, it's the buzz. It's what we talked about. Sure, that, that's sure, why. Sure. And, and I get it. And this is a place that sold out 55 consecutive races and it doesn't do that in the spring anymore. But, but I think the, the, the race date itself is a problem. That, that's what I wanted to get to. too. I, I, I think that if you're going to do this again um, and you're, and they said it's going to be Bristol. So it's not an if, um, if they're going to do it again, do it at night, move at least into, into, Late April. Absolutely. Late spring. Late, late yeah. yeah, I yeah. agree. That's the thing, too, is if you, you're taking a lesson from this is the fact that... It's it, not a it, lesson from this. Marcus <laughs> Smith and SMI have known for a better part of a decade that when they race in March... They have problems. Yeah. I mean, this I, do, I have no idea if you were going to sign sign on and say, we'll do this project. I don't know why they wouldn't have, have insisted on a better race date because March in, in the mountains of Tennessee is terrible. Yeah, we, we've seen what the 2018 yeah. Cup race was moved yeah. to, from yeah. Sunday to Monday. I mean, it, this is an issue continually here. Like yeah. you said, you have to look at this. I do think it was interesting, too. They did not announce the date. I mean, I know they're they still finalizing the yeah. schedule. They didn't even say like yeah. April. They didn't say yeah. spring. To me, that indicates, you know, some thinking of, hey, yeah, if we're going to do this, we've got to do it at a better time of the year because you can't – when they announced this, and we said it then, we said it on the podcast, we wrote about it, is what do you do? You're, you're, you're really beholden to Mother Nature. Yeah. If she decides to – Always. To, to be, yeah. Especially this time of year though because yeah. you just don't know what you're going to get. No, yeah, yeah it, this race has become, yeah. you know, and I think that part of their, their attendance problem in the spring is that race day. Absolutely. In addition to this being one of the most expensive race markets out the there. Hotels are ridiculous. Yeah, in, in addition to – let's say you do want to let's say you do want to camp it it might be freezing it might snow you might get flooded out (laughs) at four o'clock in the morning you like literally like the sirens may still go start going off telling you that you were in life-threatening flooding and so who wants to do that i don't want to do that it's (laughs) tough it's a challenging time and it's i I don't understand i I think that's a huge part of it Mm -hmm. i I think it's a huge part of it if you if you're going to make bristol a destination race free if you're a fan well, why would you not want to go to the race in the fall where that is almost rarely plagued by rain, yeah. is at night, yeah. great temperature, great weather, great yeah. everything, or I can take my chances and maybe yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we'll I, would, I would move the date if you're going to, you know, if they're hellbent on Bristol being the dirt race, move the date. I agree. Uh, we're 11 minutes in the podcast. We haven't talked about the winner of this race oh. too much. Joey Logano. Joey wins Logano. A couple of things here. One, let, let's start with this. Are you I mean, you look at the guys who are in the mix today largely. Logano, Hamlin, Truex, Suarez. No bet dirt background really whatsoever. Are you surprised that we didn't see dirt guys more up there? We saw Stenhouse finish second, but he really wasn't a factor mm. today until the end. Obviously, Chris Rebell, Kyle Larson wrecked early. Kyle Larson looked very fast. Bell was competitive. But I was surprised we didn't get more of the dirt guys up front. Are, are you? Uh, I would be. So Truex surprised me. Because very like, surprised. What? Yeah. He, like, he dominated the truck race. Like, what? And he led the most laps today. And Suarez surprised me because he had five days practice. But 
Larson told me on Monday of this week, so a full, you know, six days before the race, well, seven days, yeah. today's Monday, he said that, I said, tell me why you won't win the race. And he said, you're going to be really surprised. He said that just because these guys don't have, uh, they don't have dirt experience. He said the people who are good at Bristol are going to still yeah. be good at Bristol. And Stenhouse has some of his best career finishes at Bristol. Yeah, he's finished second yeah. a couple times. And that's the thing I always said too about this race is I wouldn't be surprised. You go back to Eldora in 2014, mm-hmm. guess who – that was the second running at Eldora. Who won that race? Bubba Wallace. Yeah. I mean it's not – in the way they, they compact the track, it's not a true yeah. dirt track. I mean there's there's some elements of you know racing on, on the concrete still or you know, typical paved. So I, I was I was still surprised though that we didn't get that those guys you know more well, the dirt. So Newman is, was fifth. Yeah, that's, he had a, yeah, it, he, he, that's his best finish of the year. Good run for him too. Spun early, came back, rallied, and he's got some dirt experience. Yep. Reddick was Reddick up there, and um, Chase was tenth. He's got some dirt experience. A little bit, but you look a little at, bit not, but 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 the guys that we thought. So Briscoe got run into the wall by Harvick. Yep. That kind of put his I, then Bell spun on his own, but Larson got in that. And Larson was in like another three incidents. Austin Dillon surprised me. That was the big shocker yeah. for me today. A big takeaway is I really, I was really bullish on Austin Dillon going. Uh, Kyle Larson name checked him. He name checked. Yeah, him. and he that did. to me was like whoa. And I started checking. And Austin's got a dirt background. Yeah. Won the dirt, some dirt national. I thought he was going to be a big. Fan. I actually I thought yeah. Reddick was going to be a bigger factor today. Reddick had a good finish today, but I thought he was going to be more of a player. Um, so I was really surprised by Dillon though. So yeah, it, I think Dill- I think of all of the of all of them, you know, Bell had the incident. Larson had incident. Briscoe had incident. So that really leaves Dylan as the biggest, like, womp, womp. Yeah. Um, because Stenhouse and Newman, you know. Yeah. But I think more so than who wasn't good is, like, wow, Truex and Suarez. That was the thing. is, is yeah. Suarez, what a, it, Suarez was great last week, too. It gets yeah. lost that, you know. They had an issue on a late pit stop, and he had to make you know, come back in. Speeding penalty, I believe. And this is a second week in a row. They have looked very competitive. But Logano Hamlin, I thought we we all thought the fireworks. I think were going to happen. Uh, Hamlin decided not to put the bumper to him. He, he lamented it a little bit at, later, and he says he should have. But that's not Denny Hamlin's style. Are you surprised that Hamlin didn't? Uh, Move Logano. You know, I can't figure out Denny right now. Um, it's a weird year for him because yeah. they've been good. They've been really good. They're consistent as yeah, get up. They, they've been really, really good. They're leading the points. Or they've been – you could theoretically have three, four wins, you know, if things kind of break their way. But they're not, like, dominant like some of the other guys are. They're not – he's not dominant. Um, I, I'm. It's not so much the racing that's surprising me with Denny. It's that, like – I, I don't know who he is right now. Like he's he's Denny Hamlin, the only driver who seems to be being vocal on things. He's definitely taking a leadership right, more. Right? Well, he's taking yeah. he's taking an absolute leadership position among the drivers. He um, has the whole thing going on with twenty three eleven, and you know then he didn't want to race that way today, and so Denny seems to be like. I don't know. He's like morphing into this. Um, I, I hate to call him an elder. I was just, gonna, I was just thinking that too. Elder statesman is probably the right word for you, it, though. You know, he's he's sort of morphing into this leader in ways that he's not shown leadership before. I mean, he's always been a little mouthy. He's he's never really been too scared. He's been he has been a leader too among drivers, and he was yeah. part of the formation for the drivers you yeah. know, coalition that formed a few years ago. And he's kind of one of the guys to get them you know joined up and saying, "Hey, we when we we got to collectively go to NASCAR." But this is a more I hate to use this word too mature, yeah. Hamlin. I, I, yeah, 
And we've, we've talked that a lot, but and this I, is. Yeah, I think that, I think that's been a two, two or three year progression we've been seeing, but where he mm-hmm. is now, um, I just can't, I can't really put my finger on it, you yeah. know? Um, I like it. I, I, I like that he, um, I like the fire he's throwing down on Twitter, but I wouldn't have minded, you know, a little bump and run there. Yeah, that was interesting. And I know there's there's something you said for racing cleaner thing, but I mean, even Logano said this is that's expected. I mean, you can't, you know, there's not gonna be bad blood yeah. and that is your opportunity. I don't know if it was because it was Joey that and the history there. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't really know. It, we asked him, you know, post race and then he kinda he said, that's not me. Yeah. I don't race Yeah. Like I just, I'm, I'm surprised I, I, because that's your opportunity there. And you, and, and he was faster at Logano there. It looked like it. Then Logano got through traffic better and that was it. And then the restart just yeah. hammering through it in turn one and never had a chance. So interesting day uh, for sure. As we look at this big picture, is there lessons to take from this that you can apply elsewhere? To me, I look at this and say, this format was different. That's great. You don't have, you didn't have live pit stops today. Um, Maybe there's you don't want to do this every week, and we you know Denny Hamlin said you don't want to start throwing everything out of what the essence of NASCAR is, but I think there's something to be said for maybe you can implement something like this at other places and do have more variety, not just different tracks, but just different formats too. I don't know, maybe you know they went to single file restarts in the race, <laughs> so anything goes. You know, I, also didn't have a caution there for Bubble Wallace, which <laughs> which that was an that was an interesting one because there was cautions flying all day today, and then he spins and there was none. I know who could know. Um, you know, I I, just, I kind of felt like you know when the sky was falling on Saturday, and then the rain, you know, the flooding on Sunday. I said. You know, I, I could see in executive meetings during the pandemic, it's like, it's a pandemic. We're trying everything new, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, we don't practice. We don't, you know, we, we, we don't qualify. We just unload and go. I mean, in, in that time, yeah, let's do a dirt race at Bristol, you know? And then you kind of start putting the pieces around it in place after you've already committed to it. <laughs> um, I think that the lesson I would take away is maybe R and D some of this stuff. Yeah. That's you know? I'm, I'm really surprised that there wasn't more on track testing. Oh, oh, just to some yeah. degree, whether it was a tire test or the cars or just conditions. Cause it just, I, yeah. it, like they, it felt like they just kind of rolled in and be like, Hey, yeah, yeah, we, we've had truck yeah. races on dirt. We can do it in college. And the way that, that, you know, and I don't know if that's because Tony Stewart made it look easy Tony and his people at Eldora and, and everybody thought it was easy. And know? they have such an extensive mm-hmm. background in dirt and, and no offense. Uh, no, they know what they're doing. The, yes, yeah. exa- and no offense to, to Steve Swift and no, the team no, here at Bristol no. who've done a great job. They don't have that dirt background. No, they don't. And, and, and Stewart is a savant when it comes to this. And Knoxville, I, you know, the yeah. trucks are going to be in Knoxville. I think that Knoxville, from what I understand, is going to be excellent with the trucks. And they do a good job. And I'm not knocking anything. Absolutely not. Because they, if, and, if the one thing I've learned from talking to enough drivers is that the, the ones who were here last weekend said, no, 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 this, this track was perfect. This was a perfect, there was nothing mm-hmm. wrong. The issue was that the cars were too heavy. The tires weren't a great fit and that stuff you can R and D. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know why, I, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of wonder, like, you know how Timmy Hill, they, they sort of forgot him in, in the iRacing? Yeah, overlooked. You know, I, I, I'm like, I'm wondering if, like, nobody was like, what about windshields? Like, I'm wondering if it was just, if there were just things that, like, nobody thought of. Yeah. And, and that they didn't really, um, 
you know, it, had Tony Stewart been involved in this? And, and some of that's on Tony, you know. Tony will say, I didn't know. I, I found out two days before the schedule was announced. Well, it was on team owner meetings, yeah. you know. Either he's not calling into the meetings or his people aren't telling him what's being said. So a little of that's on him. But once he was out and not a participant. You're talking about Eldora not having a Eldor, structure. Yeah. Correct. Once, once Tony was not in any way part of this and was now boycotting it and and you know. that that loses we talk about the elder statesman and having a yeah, voice yeah. When, so, when you yeah. don't you lose him and he's not participating in this and he's his hurt feelings yeah that that's yeah. that's huge and, so, and so now, now you gotta yeah. get on larson so, and the other guys yeah but i don't know what i don't know at what point they bring larson in right yeah. when i asked larson i said did they ever consider removing windshields and Larson was suspended, you know, last year. So, so he wouldn't have been part of conversations last year, but he said to his knowledge, no, that had never been. So I almost, it's like, but it goes back to the truck series race though, too. I mean, they, they have windshields for the truck series race at Eldora. So they didn't think of it. Yeah. Right. So it yeah. wasn't on their thing. The, yeah. the mentality from the conversations I've had with people where Jennifer Fryer from the Associated Press is with us on the teardown is that, basically this works for the truck series at Eldora. We can kind of take that base template and and apply it here. And there's some truth in that. And it did work and it did work to some degree in, you know, how they protected the engines and, you know, different things. And, but windshields, obviously, especially when you've got mud. Yeah. And to me, it's not, I I think the wind, I think everybody made a big deal about the windshields because of the mud on Saturday. Saturday. If that doesn't happen, the windshield discussion isn't, Really, you would have had you would have been able to maybe get some of those heat races in. You maybe would have a little bit. That would have been a different thing, but the race still would have been scrubbed, and you wouldn't have the mud thing. But it's, but I don't know. Like I'm not down there. They're all saying I can't see. I can't see. See, it's a dust issue though. I don't. Yeah, I guess. But you know, I don't know if you can tear if you got to tear off on your visor. I don't know. Is it better? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't see through my eyeglasses right now. And I've not been in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea. Um. I, I just I, – I wonder if it's like a Timmy Hill thing that like some things just didn't yeah. get thought of or they got overlooked because they didn't R&D for this. And I, I think that's the lesson that they learned. And I think – and I keep saying this, but I think what they do next year, they sit down and have these meetings and how we say, okay, this is what we're doing for year two. is going to be very interesting to see what changes they yeah. make and how dramatic they are. And again – they're having a brand new car, which completely changes everything too. Changes. They may yeah, not. Right? They may not too. Um, the other thing I want to touch on really quick: seven winners, seven different races yeah. this year. Logano's not a surprise winner. Yeah. We all had him in the playoffs. We're running out of spots. Though. All right, uh, are you were? I'm not. I think we're going to have the typical I mean, thirteen. I think we're not worried, but I think we're going to have the typical thirteen drivers win races, and you're going to start seeing some guys repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, guys are going to repeat, but you're going to have, you know. Um, for example, Cole Custer won a race last year, right? Yep, Cole Custer won a race. Dillon. Austin Dillon. You know, well, Dillon, you know, Dillon can point his way in, uh, you know, potentially, but not maybe not this year. Um, but you get one or two more surprise winners, and all of a sudden, I think that there's guys that there's guys that float back there around. 14 to 20 sure. that are real nervous, real nervous. We saw Logano said today he yeah. was kind of getting a little nervous. because and, and I don't know that Logano is a guy that should be getting nervous. He shouldn't be but, nervous, but, but I mean, he's somebody who missed the playoffs though a few years ago. So Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the squeeze is coming. Uh, you know, I, I don't think – do I think Harvick should be nervous? No. Do I think Kozlowski should be nervous? No. But I think that Austin Dillon, yeah. Alex Bowman – 
Bowman's had a Bowman was. Let's talk about Bowman. He had a, just he was one of those guys too. Yeah. Dirt background, not yeah. not a stellar day today. Yeah. Um, Almarola. Yeah, yeah, he had it right here. Is twenty third on back. Uh, Cole Custer is twenty third in points. Matt D is twenty fourth. Tyler Reddick twenty fifth. Ross Chastain twenty sixth. Uh, Chase Briscoe, 27th, Almirola, 28th. Those are all guys I think we all thought would kind of be in the mix and conversation largely. Maybe not Chastain, but at least... Briscoe could get a win. He could be a surprise winner. Especially the road courses, we'll yeah. see. But if those guys, uh, when you look at it, those are guys that we all thought were going to be vying for a playoff spot. Well, yeah, I would I would put them all at minimum. If they're not race winners, I would put those guys, you know, right around that. Yeah. 14, 15, 16. They've got to be very... Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to get into a situation. Um, I was trying to count, you know, how many people still have to win. There's probably six, six givens. Maybe Kyle, Denny, Chase. Um, I would throw Alex on that list. Well, I'm talking about guys that we know we know we're going to win. Kez, Harvick, yep. that's five. Yep. Um, I think that you you may only have one, two, maybe maybe tops three point their way in. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, and it's I think going to be tight. as you say, we still got some wild card. We still have another road course. Uh, we still, road, some road courses coming up. We still got another one more super one, two more super speedways at Talladega and Daytona. So it's going to be interesting. I, I still come back to you. Just look at the, the every year since 2014. It's you've always had at least three, four spots um, open for you know points. I still think you're going to get that because you're just going to see guys start racking up wins. You know, I, I guess it's because we're coming off a year where. Harvick and Danny, Hamlet, yeah. yeah, where they they won so many races, and and we've had you know there's been years where JGR won 18 races. Um, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to look like. You know, I I I said after Larson won Vegas, I said he might win 10 races this year, and he could have won Atlanta. That would have been two. He could. He's another he guy. Could have won here. He could have. He's another guy who's good four or five wins this year. Yeah. It's not far fetched to think that he yeah. was running fourth at the road course yeah. and. He was yeah. good there. So he's been good yeah. a lot of places. He's top five. Yeah. Uh, Blaney's a guy I think yeah. could roll off a couple more wins. Um, yeah. I feel so like- I, I think that people might get hot but and, and grab a couple. Um, but I, there's going to be 10, 11, 12 winners. Yeah. Well, that's how yeah. it typically is. I, I just don't think you're going to have more winners than playoff spots. I just don't. To me, that's. You know, there's a lot of chatter about that, and I, I, I just don't see it. That would be, it'd be something. It would, it would be fun. It'd be great. I mean, I wouldn't complain, but it, you know, it's like the year Logano and what seventeen missed the playoffs. I mean, you do have occasionally Johnson's missed the playoffs. You do have those big names. So, Jenna Fryer, Associated Press, appreciate That's you me. being on the teardown. Uh, my favorite segment of the podcast is now the Good Race Poll. Oh. Last week I lost to Michelle Martinelli. So, Miss Fryer, tell me, well, how will fans vote in the Good Race Poll? Yeah, they're gonna vote. It's a good race. Give me a number. Uh, I don't know. Seventy. Seventy. Seventy-one. Is that high? I think I don't. I'm not good. I'm not good at these. Jeff keeps all the, the spreadsheets. Yeah, I know. It is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like get everybody I know to vote. Yes. I've tried to figure out a way to rig the voting in my favor. You can't do it. It's impossible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know what the number will be, but I think that it will be. There's Logano leaving just now. Um, I think that the number will be good. You see him in the yellow fire suit right yes. there in the center. Yep. I think that I think the fans are going to say it's, it was a good race because I think that um, it was different. Mm-hmm. Racing um, was exciting. Yeah, I mean, well, I, 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 you know, how the racing is that's for that's everyone's own personal opinion. I didn't hear. Any, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't hear any drivers complain, and I know I, you never want to go off what people say on social media, but yeah. I, I didn't hear any. No, any but really, I mean, it's it's. Different tastes, you know. Absolutely. As as we know, Glock doesn't, you know, Glock doesn't care for this. Um, so it's different. You know, it's different tastes. There may be some hardcore 
Bristol fans that don't like it. They, yeah. they didn't like it, but I think that it was something different and, um, and nothing bad happened. So, yeah, I think know. 70 is a good number. That's yeah. probably what I was going to do. Uh, I'll under, I'm going to cut you a little bit. I'll go 74. Huh? I would have gone higher, but I was scared. Yeah, I know. It's it's hard because you don't know. There's not really a precedent on this. And it's I think you make a really good point though. I think there's gonna be some there there are some Bristol short track fans who are like, why did you take away yeah. like like Jeff? Or like, why did you just take away the, one of the best races of the year? And I think there's some dirt fans too who are looking at this going, This is not dirt racing. This is right. not what we yeah. love. And you're just gonna have that. But I do think overall I think I think there was an excitement and I think it fulfilled fans' expectations. And I think they leave here going, I wanna see more of this. Make this the all, an all star race. So you would just have the the dirt race be the all star race, and then there's no regular season dirt race. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that you could get a lot rougher. Yeah. If it was the all star race, and I think that if you wanted to bring back the old cars, um, and and, and run out, you know, beat those down, and if you wanted to experiment. And take out windshields and things. It's the way then, to do it. Then yeah. make it not be for points. Make it be for straight money. Yeah. And and on, on top of it being a million dollars to the winner, put some sort of crew like bonus out there or team bonus that you know because the, the I guess the I the no pit stops is kind of lame since that's it. See that didn't bother me. I, I was really surprised. I just that's why I, that's why I make it an all star race. Yeah, I, I can understand. I think to me, I mean, I've always said the all star race. I like to see it go to different tracks. It's just outside of the norm of that's on the cup schedules. You get tired of Charlotte, Jordan? <laughs> You've been to Charlotte twenty times. You looking forward to Texas this year? Uh, Coda is, is that the all-star race? No, Texas um, Motor Speedway. Oh, yeah. uh, I no, I, I won't be there. No, um, yeah, it's. I mean, to me, the all-star race is just it is what it is. It, yeah, it is I'm what just it kind is. Of done it's with not. It in um, if I were SMI and I controlled the all-star race with all, with, you know, with greatest love and admiration to Eddie Gossage, I don't know that I would have moved it from Charlotte to Texas. Yeah, I, I understand the reasonings why. Yeah. A lot of politics involved in that, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. And it is, I'm curious what Eddie does with it, just because if anybody can revive that race, it feels like Eddie Gossage. How about fill Nashville with dirt and, and run the All-Star Race there? I, I'd, bring the, I'd bring the, actually, I'd bring the All-Star Race to Knoxville. That'd get people talking. I mean, that's yeah. You, you, except they don't own the track. You don't, but you can do a lease thing, you which could. You, like you yeah. see, we're seeing now at Coda or Road America. So I think, I think the idea of <clears throat> doing a, a, an All Star Race here is great. I think moving around at different venues is great. It's it's. What about Iowa? Uh, is Iowa going to be around much longer? No. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Fill it with dirt. <laughs> you drive by Iowa Speedway right now. You actually might see a for sale sign <laughs> outside of it. Right? I don't know. Fill it with dirt. Uh, Who knows? Uh, you know? it's, it's, Who would have? I mean, Bristol is not a race that I would have altered. I w- I said this is if you're going to do the dirt race here because the fans are clamoring for it and you want to try it, fine, but don't take away an asphalt race, the the concrete race. Have your two concrete races, but then do a dirt race, a third race. Make that the dirt race and do it sometime on part of the year, and that way it it it, it kind of corners like people like Jeff who say, "Oh, you just took away my big race," because then they have no complaints. What about the dirt track at Charlotte? That would be fun. I think they should do like a hybrid. Uh, I've said this for years: a hybrid thing for the All Star Race of uh, something on the the dirt track, something on the drag strip, and then like a uh, regular you know oval race. Yeah, you know I. We, we could talk some things out, and before we know it, Marcus Smith will sign up and do it. Because, you know, for all the crap everyone said all the way up until today, 
Marcus Smith will try. He'll spend money and he'll try things. And you give him credit. I mean, the Roval. Yes. He doesn't get enough credit for his willingness to he, to, to, to experiment because he correct. did it the Roval. He did it here. He is willing. To, it may be to, unconventional. Everybody may not love it, but, but he's, he's putting his money where his ideas are. Yeah, give him credit for that. Yeah. So I kept you way too long. I don't you gotta get back whatever. to work. <laughs> whatever was it long? Oh, it is. Yeah, Jennifer Fryer, the Associate Press. It's not. Do your do your um fake radio voice for the sign off for the sign off come on come on I appreciate your time thank you so much you're listening to Tear Down the Athletics Motorsports Podcast Tear Down I'm Jordan Bianchi it's Jennifer thanks